0: The past two weeks have been a very trying time for me and my work, which also translates to a home phone. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube right now, you can probably see the anguish in my face and the neck here that I got going on. I probably got a black eye and a busted up nose. I don't know. It's been a really rough couple of weeks. So just to kind of level set on why that is, um, right now my plant is at the busiest time of the entire season and things have also been very reactive at work we're reacting to supply chain issues mechanical downtime issues uh, you know people shortages you name it we're battling it right now and much like any other company in the united states right now i bet but right now for my business the Christmas orders are what we gear up the whole year for. So with this being said, my team at work has been having to wear a ton of other hats. Ones that they normally wouldn't be wearing. This has taken them outside of their comfort zone. And then back at home, my poor wife, my wonderful wife, has definitely been shouldering a lot more of the responsibilities around the house than what she normally would. And this really got me to thinking, you know, at home, first and foremost, right? Am I really doing what I need to be doing at home? Am I sharing my my workload? And then I started thinking about it at work as well. You know, is, is everybody sharing their part of the workload and really making us successful. But before we get into all that, I would like to welcome you to the Fire Forge Leader podcast, where I, Steve Baumgartner, and a great amount of guests that we're going to be having on, we'll take you on a journey of the Forge and we're going to discuss lessons learned on the front front lines of leadership. Not out of a textbook, not out of a seminar but actual accounting of leadership in the field. So today's topic really discusses this whole idea of the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So as we move forward, I really want to talk about teams at work, right? And I'm going to talk about my team right now. I'm, of course, a plant manager, as I stated before. And I'm a plant manager in the protein industry. Now, in Food and Bev, we have quite a few regulatory agencies, just like other companies do. But ours are uh, that we have to satisfy, right? We have Ocean, all that kind of stuff. But we also have USDA. And, of course, we want to get, you know, our products out to our customers and make sure that it's safe so we have food safety people we of course have quality people safety operations engineering maintenance and the list goes on so i believe my team gives a hundred percent in each one of their respective areas every day however i'm also going to tell you that when they come together they only represent a certain percentage of a whole, but that whole is greater than each individual, even though each one of them equals 100%. And marriage is much the same, right? We In a marriage, there's only two people, but we both have a certain percentage that we come together to equal 100%. Sometimes my wife gives twenty percent, and I give seventy or eighty percent. Excuse me. And sometimes my wife gives twenty percent, and I give eighty percent. So let's break that down a little bit. I want to talk about the definition of what "whole" means, right? So if you look up the definition of whole, the definition states in one piece or unbroken. So that's pretty simple because that really means 100%. In one piece or unbroken, it says. So then I look for another source of what really, what a whole really means and When I started doing some reading, it brought me back to what Aristotle said. And he told us long ago that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Now, you're probably sitting there going, Steve, why you got to be telling us riddles, right? And a lot of people, you know, they look at what Aristotle said and they're confused by it or misquote it or... Whatever. But I want to point back to W.D. Ross, and he translates what Aristotle said. Now, let me state what Aristotle said. The whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Now, what W.D. Ross translate that, when he translate that, translates that, I'm having a hard time English in today, he states... In the case of all things which have several parts and in which the totality is not, as it were, a mere heap, but the whole is something besides the parts, there is a cause for even in bodies, contact is the cause of unity in some cases and in others viscosity or some other such quality. But I want to point back to the part where he says the totality is not, as it were, a mere heap, but the whole is something besides the parts. Slight difference from how Aristotle stated it, where he says the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. W.D. Ross uses this something besides the parts. So I like that. I like that translation. <laughs> and it really reminds me of this meme that I, I saw here a couple weeks ago. And this meme, it it simply states at the top. And I think it was one of those extended ones to where you had to scroll a little bit to see the rest. So it kept you a little bit in suspense. But what it says is, I just received my log cabin from Ikea. And then when you scroll down to see the rest of the picture, it's just a pile of logs. So in that scenario, the, the log cabin from Ikea, <laughs> it really gets to this translation that W.D. Ross stated that you can have that 100% coming together. But unless it comes together in the right way, then it doesn't really mean anything. It's just a pile of logs and it's not that log cabin. But both of them are 100%. So let's break that down a little bit further. I want to get into specifics a little bit at work without going too deep. But last week, my maintenance team was up to their eyeballs with things that they were working on. During this time, I took it upon myself as a leader of the plant to utilize my knowledge in maintenance and reliability to really be a liaison between an OEM and my maintenance team. Mm-hmm. I was ordering parts for them. I made calls, and I did a lot of other things. I, I ran back and forth to the shop for them. So sometimes we got to cover that gap so that we don't just come together as piles of logs, but we, we come together as that log cabin. At another point, I was really getting engaged. I was also working to get my job done. I asked my operations leader to call our IT department to help out one of the maintenance uh, people. He was a bit taken back when I requested him to do that. But he did it anyways. Uh, Now, I want to say my operations manager is an awesome gentleman. Uh, Do anything that I ask him to do. Uh, We have a great relationship where we talk things out. And he didn't ask me at the time why I was asking him to do that. But later on, we discussed it. And I told him. You know, that, hey, you know, I know that you're managing some stuff, but I also know that you have a little gap. Everybody else is, you know, working for these goals. And sometimes we got to we got to blur the lines in between our pillars or our departments and help each other out so that we can get to a common goal. I also reminded them of a previous supply issue that we had a couple weeks prior where I brought the entire plant admin staff down and we labeled a ton of product so that we could get it shipped out the same day. And if we wouldn't have done that, we wouldn't have made those orders. So sometimes we got to wear other hats. We got to stretch ourselves so that the, the sum of the parts comes together to make that whole. Now I'm going to switch over and talk about my marriage for a second. So I was talking to Sherry uh, the other night and I was really feeling beaten down both in in my work life as well as uh, beaten down because I wasn't spending enough time with my family. I wasn't helping around the house as much as what I thought I should be. And my wife Straighten me right up. She appreciated the gratitude. However, she quickly reminded me that there was a day that I worked, I believe it was 15 or 16 hours. And I came home and she told me about a sink that wasn't working. And I went and I grabbed my tool bag and I worked on the sink and I got it working for her because I knew it was important to her. Now, that doesn't mean that I was doing my share of the work. But she also made mention that these things, really, they go in seasons. They ebb and flow. And there's been plenty of times in the past where I've taken up more of the yoke. I've really, uh, you know, she she didn't feel good or she had... Uh, you know, was stressed out with the kids or whatever. And I flipped up my percentage to be able to cover so that she didn't have to go in all in. Right. So. With a marriage, it's a hundred percent. But if you look at it as one, one bar that equals 100% and there's two different colors in there, you know, Let's say that I'm blue and my wife's pink. That pink might be small sometimes. It might be big other times. The blue might be small sometimes, big other times. But it comes together and makes that complete bar. Now, when we don't do that, right, in a marriage, when we don't do that in our teams at work, what we end up doing is we point fingers at each other and blame other people And we don't meet our goals. If we don't meet our goals, we all lose. So we need to be able to pick up the slack for the other. We need to understand that, you know, most of the time people bring their A game, but sometimes their A game's not there. You know, they might come in after having a bad fight with their spouse. Uh, You know, their kids were up all night. Or it might just be circumstantial like it was at my workplace this week. So let's go ahead and and wrap this up. And I want to do that by talking about four four different points that build a framework on how you show up as a team 100%. And you become the whole rather than just the pile of Ikea logs. So the four things that I'm going to start off with, and this is in no particular order, but it works both in the workplace as well as home, is number one, as the leader in the workplace and at home, you need to get everybody on the same page. That comes with setting expectation, right? You got to set the expectation that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. We don't come to work to just do maintenance. We don't come to work to just do food safety. We come to work to build a high quality, very safe product, keep our employees safe, be responsible, all those things for one goal, for one achievement at the end. So they need to understand that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Everybody's got to understand what that means, right? Next thing, and this ties right into it, is (coughs) each and every member of the team, including the leaders, need to drop the not my job mentality. Once again, If the team loses, you lose, right? If the team at work loses, you lose. And that translates right into marriage as well. If you're not clicking as a couple at 100%, there's going to be problems in that marriage. There's going to be infidelity, drinking, Uh, not treating each other right, whatever the case may be. And I definitely appreciate my wife for taking up my slack for the last couple of weeks because I wasn't able to, and that would have dropped our overall percentage. Third point is, is, as a leader, you need to be the example, not just set an example. You need to be the example. You need to be able to humble yourself for the common goal. Excuse me. You need to be able to do that both at work as well as in your home. People follow your example as the leader. So just to recap, everybody's got to be on the same page. We need to drop the not my job mentality. As a leader, we need to be the example and then the fourth and final point is the pride has to be in the team, not in the individual. It doesn't matter how good maintenance is. If we can't run equipment, maintenance fails. It doesn't matter how good operation is. If maintenance doesn't have high reliability in the equipment, operations fails. And the same is true for Every group out there. So I appreciate you listening to this framework and my stories. And next week in the forge, I'm going to be discussing Drew Dudley's Ted talk about lollipop moments. And I, I would highly suggest that in between now and then you look this Ted talk up he really talks about these small moments that we take for granted that we have interjected or someone else has interjected into our life. And there are these small things that we really think are insignificant that changes someone else's life or I, our life forever. And why we as humans really should consider the effect that we have on others. So if you you appreciated what you heard, heard here today, I really invite you to leave a rating and review. Those rating and reviews really help me um, build this thing up, get it out to more people so that they can hear this message. And I suggest that you hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to. That way you can hear next week's message Uh, around Drew Dudley's lollipop moments. So thank you once again for tuning in to the Fire Forge Leader podcast. And don't forget, words without actions are meaningless. So after heat of the forge, shape your thoughts, quench your brain, and put these new tools to use. I'm out.